Hello, and welcome to the Productions Plus podcast. Productions Plus is a SAG-AFTRA franchise and the largest full-service talent agency in the Midwest. On this podcast, we will talk with company execs, agents, talent about the industry, the art, and everything in between. Thank you for joining us. In today's podcast, you will learn tips from an industry leader. You will learn the skills needed to book your next job and what an agent and casting director looks for, plus do's and don'ts when submitting. Hi, I'm your host, Joe Stearns. Today, we'll be talking with Debbie Williams from the Theatrical Department of Productions Plus. Debbie, tell our viewers a bit about Productions Plus Theatrical Department. Okay, so we represent actors in everything from print work to commercial work, industrials. We do a ton of industrial work because of all the automotive business here in Detroit. And then also film and television. We do all the Chicago series, et cetera. So yeah, we, we do the full gamut. Great. What is the difference between an agent and a casting director. So a casting director is step between the agency and the actual clients. Agencies don't always use casting directors. There are a lot of jobs that we book direct where, you know, an ad agency will just come directly to us and say, hey, we need to, you know, we need these these people booked and, and we will do that for them. But a lot of times, especially in film, they'll use a casting director and the cast, essentially the agent will gather the talent the casting director will decide who they'd like to see in the talent and then present that to the clients. And then the client ultimately decides who they want to cast. What do you look for in an actor? Well, one of the most important attributes, I think, and I was an actor first, so I have some, some experience in this. I think that uh, confidence is really, really important. Of course, you must have talent. Of course, you must have some sort of, you know, idea of what it is you're doing. But you you can be as talented as you want to be. And if you walk in a room and you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to book the job. And if I don't, if I don't see that in you when I meet with you, then I don't feel confident sending you forth, you know? So whatever it is you need to do, take that deep breath, say a little prayer to whoever you pray to and get yourself relaxed before you walk into a room so that so that we feel that you feel confident in your abilities. And what do you think a casting director looks for since they have some say in casting? Yeah, well, they're they're a little more specific because if they're working directly with the client, let's say the, the client is casting a film and, you know, they have a very specific role, right? So the, the casting director is looking for a very specific person. Myself as the agent, I'm saying, yes, they're looking at a very specific person. This person might not look that right now, but I know they can act that. I know they can do that. So that's that's kind of my job to get the right people into, you know, the Dropbox folder. And then when the casting director looks, they're looking a little more specific for the role. Can you give some tips on how to best audition for film or TV or commercial projects? Sure. 
So since the pandemic and in the years following, it's become a norm to have to do self-tapes. In the past, that was a rarity. And actually during the pandemic, nobody was very picky about the quality of these self-tapes because we were just, everybody was just happy to be working and to have the opportunity. And, you know, you got what you got and you didn't get upset, right? But nowadays it's become sort of a prerequisite. Like some agencies are back in office, some are not, but even those that are, they find it easy to, you know, sit down and look at a bunch of self-tapes before they take the next step. So my biggest advice in self-tapes is put yourself in good light. The, the change in lighting, like if we turn that light off right there, it would look a lot different on camera. So you want to present yourself in your best light on your best day, right? And the angles that, you know, your eyeline is at, all of that matters. So look at what you're sending us. And if you don't think it looks good, do it again, you know? Is there any special equipment that you would recommend? uh, Yeah, well... I I wouldn't be as specific as to say specifically a ring light or, you know, a soft box, but I would say have, have a piece of lighting. Ring lights are easy to come by. You can even get them for your phone. So if you had to do this and, you know, hold your phone out and do a self tape, you could obviously do that and have a little light on your face. Small lighting equipment is not expensive. And, and it's, like I said, it's really important to, to present yourself metaphorically and literally in the best possible light. What formats do you use for submission? And can you explain some of this? Okay, so, and this will change a little bit now. The the more that we get back into the office to do some of this, it'll be a little different. But right now, if if I were going to go through a submission, I would get an email from a client and it would say, hey, we're looking for this. And I'd say, all right. And I use Dropbox a lot. So I would go into Dropbox. I'd find my talent that I like. I'd put in some headshots. I usually don't use resumes, but I like to look at them because we have so many talent that that I don't know everything that everyone's done either, you know, unless I've sat down with you face to face. So we we put the the needed information into the Dropbox. We send it over to the over to the client. They take a look. They narrow it down to a few. If you self tape, you just upload it to the same Dropbox. Then they'll view it from there and then move on from there. In in previous years and hopefully soon coming, we'll be in office and then you won't be responsible for any of that. So you won't have to worry about formatting videos or, you know, saving it as a WAV file or saving it as an MP3. Like you won't have to worry so much about that because you can come in office, do your recording and we'll be there to say the light is good. Do it again. Do it like this, you know. But for now, form I mean, formatting for, for audio, obviously, we do WAV files or MP3s. WAV files have a lot more detail in them. So if you're if you're submitting direct to client and they're sort of bypassing a sound engineer, sometimes they will need the wave file so that they can have all, all the pieces to play with. But we usually use MP3s and, and most movie formats work for us. So you can record just, just on your phone. I mean, it's that simple. It's not that hard. You just want to put yourself in good light. What kind of training would you recommend for talent who want to submit? So like here in, in the Detroit area, a lot of our talents are, you know, college grads or or they're still still in school. And I think that's important. And that's a, a great way to get a sort of well-rounded foundation. But a lot of our talents start off in local theater. They learn acting that way. And then they want to progress towards something else. So you can go online. You can find workshops. You can search around town, talk to your professors, find out who's holding a, a workshop on what. But 
it's, you know, it's a little bit different here. It's not like a big market. It's not like we're in LA or New York where you can just go and, and take class every day and hone your skill. Or it's not, it's not like you're auditioning every single day and working on your skills, right? So the more you can do that for yourself, the better. So, I mean, I suggest even, you know, grab some copy. You can go online and search for commercial copy and find a million things, right? Or what's your favorite movie monologue, you know, take that and set up a light and do your thing and then look at it, be your own judge, you know, and practice. So hopefully I'm, you know, hoping that P plus will be able to, once we're back in office, offer some days where we can have talent come in and do just that, just sit in front of us and read some copy and, and get some feedback. Cause that's, that's the most important thing is just practicing your skill every day, you know? Great. I don't think it gets much more comprehensive and informative than that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. So let's talk about some of the do's and don'ts about dealing with an agent and trying to get into the industry. Perhaps you have some real world examples about that. Yeah. Well, I, I have a thought and a real world example of my thought. And it is that oftentimes talent, and and I'm speaking from myself being talent at one point in my life, right? So that they they have this idea that that they're walking into a place and and the people sitting behind the table are looking for what they're doing wrong, right? And so you're so nervous and you just you just want to be exactly who they want you to be. And all they want you to be is who you are and say the lines, right? But you get yourself so worked up. And what I've come to learn being on this side of an agency is that I mean, when I submit someone, all I want is for them to book the job. And they would not be there reading that copy if I thought they couldn't, right? So those people that are behind the table are rooting for you. They want you to be the best one at it. And and also, you know, I remember going into auditions and and messing up, right? So I might say the wrong line or and I try to just like mumble over it or get past it, whatever it is that you do, right? The the truth of the matter is, of course, we want you to do everything exactly perfectly, right? But we also want to know who you are. So if you make a mistake, you own up to your mistake. We talk about it. You're okay. You know, it's it's easier said than done, but you just need to relax. These people that are sitting behind the table want to give you a job. They want their day to end now. They want you to walk out of the room and they want to say, all right, let's just send everybody else home. We're done, Right. So that's a hard thing to grasp because you, you know, you're being judged so much as an actor, but we want you to book the work, you know? What's the best way to approach an agent and what is the best way not to approach an agent? So I'll say, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm super old school. Like, you know, I was in New York in the nineties and we were like literally walking with a manila envelope full of 300 headshots from office to office and dropping them off. Right. So it's a little bit easier now, you know, you can submit yourself online, you can make a phone call and the actual agent will answer the phone instead of the secretary of the secretary of the secretary. Right. But what you do in that first conversation and what you say in that first conversation does matter. Again, when you call me, I want you to be great. And I want to say, oh, thank God, I've got a spot for you. I've been looking for you, right? It doesn't always happen that way and that's okay. But what I get a lot of is people just calling because you know, they heard about us through so-and-so, their friend who does some acting, but they've never done it before. They don't know anything about it. They have no idea what they want to do, but can they do it? 
no, that that phone call, if you leave me that message, I'm probably not going to take the time to call back because I don't I don't have time for it. I have so many people. I'm inundated with phone calls and emails. And, you know, we want so, so much for everyone to be a perfect fit. But you have to bring something to the table right from the start, right? And again, as we were speaking about earlier, that confidence is important, right? So, you know, if, if if we talk and you say, well, you know, I think I could. I mean, somebody told me I have a good voice for radio. So I thought maybe, you know, that's not gonna, that's not gonna convince me that I can book you on a job, right? So I think be confident, know your stuff have have an idea of where you want to get have a goal as wild as it sounds if you are that person who has no experience and who has a friend who knows p plus and you're like well you know what i i watch chicago fire i watch it religiously i'm a good actor let me get in front of you let me read a scene from it and you put me in front of them and i'll book a job you know what i might i might call you into the office and just see what that's all about right because of your confidence level and because your of your specificity and in what it is you think you can achieve right not to dwell on anything negative but what are some common mistakes you think that talent might make so that they can avoid them okay so here's one <laughs> confidence which is so important can easily turn into cockiness and that so the the second most important thing that I'm looking for, if if I'm a director or producer, if I'm a casting director, if I'm an agent, is someone who other people want to work with, right? Of course, talent comes first. You have to have the right look for whatever the job is, et cetera. But do people want to work with you? So it's great to be confident, but you don't know better than the director. If the director tells you something and you think it's silly, you think it's great until you walk out of that room, then you go tell your friends how silly it was, right? But a lot of times, a lot of times we're a little too full of ourselves. So I think that is one mistake that you could make is uh, when confidence crosses that line, you know? And, and there, I have had talent that I've not submitted again because a client has come back and said, oh, geez, well, they were late. And then when I brought it up to him, they complained about it. And, you know, you need to understand that, while we want to book you, this job is a privilege. It's a privilege. There are so many actors out there, right? So the fact that you booked it, you you treat it like it's a privilege and you get there on time and you do your best and you be kind and you be cordial because that is also part of this business. So yeah. Anything else? Let's see. We're talking about like uh, things, common mistakes, common mistakes. This, that, that you see over and over again, where maybe you would like to work with this person, but you just can't. Yeah. Of, uh, of, of I think, I think, I think just showing, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily about appearances, you know, like I'm not one of those agents that says you have to dress a certain way or look a certain way, but I think you need to look like you care about the way you're presenting yourself. I think there's, there is something to be said for that, for the time you took to take care of you before you get seen by this person presenting yourself whether yeah. you are or not right exactly so because because a lot of times people make a judgment on and your aesthetic like they don't necessarily take the time i take the time i i love people and i you know i represent all kinds of people but yeah i mean you're you're in front of someone who you you want them to want to be around you right 
So I think the way you present your, yourself physically as well as as well as sort of emotionally, I guess, both things are very important. Another thing you can do wrong is just, well, this is like once you get on the job because you, you want them to hire you again, right? So you want to make sure that you're prepared. Like preparation is key. You know, you yes, in film and TV, we do it a chunk at a time. We can always retake, right? But if you do it on the first take, that's golden. You know, that's that's in the can. Like you don't even have to, you know, spend time and money and everybody else's time and money, right? So being as prepared as possible is really important. Also, from the from the perspective of an agent. I'll have talent from time to time who I'll say, well, the client really wants you to, you know, do a self-tape of such and such. And I know self-tapes are a pain, but they are still a thing and you need to do them well. So I'll I'll reach out to a talent and say, hey, you need to do this. They want to see you. They're great. It's a good paying job. You need to do it. And I'll, you know, I'll get an answer back. Well, can't you just send them a clip of something else I've already done? Nope. <laughs> next person, you know, so like you have to want the job, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a mistake I do see sadly often. And especially in such a small market, I would think that you would go after whatever you can get. So great. Well, I hope that was helpful. Um, I think it's good for talent to, to know things that they might not be aware yeah. that they're doing where everything else is just sure. fantastic, but this one thing might be frustrating. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I'll say another thing too, that, that that's on the pros, like the things that you can do whenever I sort of enlist new talent, I'll remind them to remind me. And a lot of times we're like, oh, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be the squeaky wheel. Seriously though, like we have so many talent. And if you're brand new to me, you're not in my like A team folder on my desk yet. And if you don't remind me that you're there, it's going to be hard for me to remember unless it's very, very specific, right? But I get a lot of talent that are voiceover talent that'll send me like a clip and I'm like, okay, you have a nice voice. You seem to know what you're doing. You've got nice equipment. I can, you know, I can hear you well, et cetera. And then, and then nothing will come up that's sort of them for a couple of weeks. And then when something does come up, they're they're not on my radar. So I will tell them, you know, once a week, just shoot me an email. Hey, I'm available. That's it, you know, and I, 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 maybe not every agent is like that, but I am because I want to remember you, you know, and I want to be able to present options to the client. So yeah, you got to remind me that you're there for sure. Yeah, great. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome very much. Thank you for listening to the Productions Plus podcast. Please follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Productions Plus. We'll see you next time.